Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, and welcome to the 10-Minute Food Truck Training Podcast. My name is Bill Moore. I am a food truck business trainer, author of Food Truck 101, Beginner to Winner, and the forthcoming book, Food Truck 201, Get Off the Truck. This podcast is all about helping you start and grow your food truck business. On my Facebook group, I was asked a couple days ago what my thoughts were on third-party delivery systems. So I answered that real briefly on the group and promised to make a podcast about it. So here's the podcast. I have two issues with delivery in general, whether it's third-party or my own delivery. The first issue is one you should all be concerned about, and that is whether your food will actually carry far enough to be delivered. For example, when you run your own delivery system within your food truck or a restaurant, you know about how far around your particular location you could legitimately deliver your food and it still be of the quality you want your guests to have. You don't have that when you're doing a third-party delivery because you could have somebody from all the way across town, 15, 20, 30-minute drive, order your food and have some dude pick it up and bring it to them. So now the food is traveling in a car. And if they pick it up at the exact second you cook the food and get it off the grill or out of the fryer and package it and hand it to them that 20 or 30 minute drive in traffic the food is now steaming and reheating and doing all kinds of stuff that probably by the time it gets to the end user it's not the same quality you would want them to have and yet you're willing to let third parties deliver your food the second issue that i have with third-party delivery is those folks that we're handing our food to remember this is our precious cargo This is stuff we have poured our heart and soul into to make taste delicious and to keep it as safe as possible for our end consumer, our guests. We're handing it to some dude and we're hoping that he's got some inkling of sanitation and that he washed his hands the last time he went to the restroom in that beat-up convenience store and that he didn't touch the door handles on his way out. And we're hoping that inside his truck or van or car is a nice, safe, sanitary place for the food to be stored. DoorDash, for instance, gives you that little red bag with a D on it and is very thinly insulated. It's not the same thickness as a pizza delivery driver would use. And yet DoorDash thinks that's the best way to have someone deliver food. My wife used to do delivery for DoorDash. We did it to test out what third-party delivery was like. Here's the problem that we found with those bags. We live out in the county just a bit. So when we go in town to pick up food and then bring it home to eat it, we put it in one of those bags. Every single food item that we buy, whether it be from Burger King or McDonald's or Whataburger, my son loves Whataburger, so we bought a bunch of stuff from them, and drive home with it, the french fries are cold, They're soggy because they've been steaming inside that insulated bag the entire drive home. The burger is lukewarm at best, and our drive is about 15-ish minutes, maybe 18. So do you honestly think your food, when it gets delivered by a third-party delivery, is a quality you want it to be? But see, the third parties never really talk about, hey, your food's going to suck when we get it to the end consumer's home. And guess who they're going to complain to? Not DoorDash, not Uber Eats. They're calling you up and saying, hey, this food sucked, but it didn't suck when it left your truck. It sucked because of the time it took to get it delivered. 
So with those two statements in mind, that's why I don't like third-party delivery. If I'm going to do delivery, I'm going to control it all. So I can control the distance that my food's going to travel, and I will have a little radius around where my food truck's set up or where my restaurant was set up, and I did have a restaurant that did delivery, and there were certain addresses we would not go to because we couldn't get the food there fast enough because I cared about how the end consumer got my food. I wanted them to be impressed because when they complain, it's coming right back on you. And if they've ordered it from Uber Eats or any of those other places, you may never know they're dissatisfied with the food until you get a random review and you have no clue who it's from. So with that in mind, the National Restaurant Association, the NRA, has come up with some public policy principles for third-party delivery. Now, these are things that they want to have happen. Clearly, this is just their thoughts on third-party. And I agree with most of them. So here's the first, and they always refer to restaurants because it's the National Restaurant Association, but I want you to bear in mind, you are a restaurant. This is your business, and it's a restaurant. It might be on wheels, but it's a restaurant nonetheless that goes through the exact same inspection process that a full-fledged brick-and-mortar does. So we are not the red-headed stepchild of the food industry. We are a legitimate business that deserves the same respect that a restaurant gets. So when I read off restaurant, here in your mind, they're talking about us as food trucks as well as brick and mortar. Restaurants have the right to determine and know when and if their food is delivered. Here's one of the other problems with third-party delivery. Let's say you have a guest that loves your food, but they're a cheapskate and they don't tip or they don't tip very well. Once that reputation gets out there and people that are delivery drivers know that address, they will refuse that order. Nope, I'm not picking it up because I know that guy doesn't tip. And they'll just clock themselves out and say, nope, I'm not doing delivery. And then 15, 20 minutes later, they'll put themselves back on the clock so that they can start to get recommendations for orders coming through their little app. Drivers do it all the time. I know a number of drivers and they tell me their addresses they will not go to. So the restaurant and our food trucks have the right to know when and if their food is delivered. The next thing, and this is one that I hadn't really considered, sales tax collection responsibility must be clear in the terms of which party is collecting and then remitting the specific sales tax to the appropriate authorities. So DoorDash lists your business on their generic app, and somebody says, I'm hungry, let me thumb through all these two or three hundred places. Oh, look, there's a food truck. I think I will order. The money is funneled through DoorDash or Uber Eats or whoever is the third-party delivery system. They pay you for the food, less whatever their their fees are. Who's responsible for the tax? Should be the third-party delivery, because they got the entirety of the order and all of its money. And then they just give you what they think you deserve, less whatever their fees are. So they're giving you 70% of the total. Why should you have to pay taxes out of that 70%? Why shouldn't they? Third-party delivery contracts need transparency and issues surrounding the fees, the costs, the terms, policies, marketing practices involving the restaurant and or food truck and its likenesses and the insurance indemnity should be clear. Now that's a whole bunch of words to say that the third party delivery systems need to be more transparent in how they handle us and all of their different processes and practices and procedures because see they're making money off of us. If you go to look up the definition of Uber Eats or DoorDash or any of those other ones, They're not food delivery systems, or they're not delivery systems. They market themselves as being information systems. And the information is the people that sign up. Those guests that are your guests that you said, hey, if you want to order from me, I'm on DoorDash. Go ahead and download the app. 
It would be awesome. You can order whenever you want. So that person, your guest that you just encouraged to order from DoorDash is now giving DoorDash all their information, home address. They're giving them their email address. They're giving them things like birthdays so that DoorDash can advertise to them and say, hey, you need a meal earlier today. Because of our travels, we use Uber Eats from time to time. And Melissa got a little thing from Uber Eats that says, you deserve a free meal. And then Uber Eats is going to pay for it. But Uber Eats doesn't really care who Melissa gets the free meal from, just that she uses their app to order the food. Encouraging people, hey, I'm on DoorDash. You got to get that DoorDash app. DoorDash don't care about you a bit. They just care about the people that download their app using it. And if it's not you, they don't care. McDonald's, Chick-fil-A, and all the other folks that are on it, they don't care as long as people order from somebody. So the third-party delivery is not in your corner by any way, shape, or form. Here's another thing that the NRA recommends. Customers should expect the same degree of food safety from delivery as they do when dining in a restaurant and again, or a food truck. Customers should expect the same degree of food safety. The NRA is admitting that those drivers are not sanitary, and yet you're willing to hand your food to them, go, here you go, buddy. Take your fingernails that look like you've been working on a car all day long. Deliver my food for me. I'm proud of it. As a best practice, third-party delivery companies should offer restaurants access to information regarding orders from their restaurants that originate on third-party delivery platforms. That's a clumsy way of saying we have the right to know if a guest of ours is ordering through a third-party delivery system. And then we should be able to get all that same information. So when that guest that has downloaded DoorDash or Uber Eats They thumb through it and go, hey, I would like to try out this food truck. We should have access to that information. The exact same information that DoorDash got when the guest signed up to download their app. So we should know the email and the birthday and the delivery address and all of those kind of things because that information helps us to figure out where we need to be setting up and what areas to target for our marketing. If we had the addresses of all these people that are ordering from third-party delivery systems and we could see, oh, look, there's a pattern. This particular subdivision orders a whole bunch from us. We might want to go set up in that subdivision or set up closer to that subdivision. Or if we decide to do some type of marketing, we would focus on people that live in that particular zip code or on that particular mail route. But if we don't know, we can't get better. We can't build our business because third party only cares about building their business. They don't care about your business. And then the last one that the National Restaurant Association recommends is that restaurants deserve transparency on fees, including commissions, delivery fees, and promotional fees charged by the third-party delivery companies. So, for example, this little free meal that Uber offered to Melissa, if we were to choose a food truck and have that delivered to us, then the food truck has the right to know, hey, this meal was given away. This is why you got a sale today. Because, again, that's information to help you build your business. So, along with all of that information, at the top level, restaurants, again, and food trucks should have the ability to see orders know when the order was placed and understand where those orders originated, whether it was from the third-party app or a website. And they should know if the orders are organic or tied to a promotion like the one that Melissa got today. Because that's important to you. The reason that somebody chose your food trucks because they were offered a free meal, you need to know that information because that impacts how you market in the future. If the only reason people try your food truck out is because it's free, you might have a problem. You also need to be able to see the average delivery time. You need to know if the order was placed at 2 o'clock and it got finished at 2.10, the delivery driver picked it up at 2.11, what time did the guest actually get it in their hand? Because that's important to you because I can guarantee you when I did delivery, 
I made sure I knew exactly how long those drivers were out. And if they were gone too long, my question when they got back was, why were you out so long? You went to a place that's only six minutes from here. Why did it take you 22 minutes? Because they're my employees, but third parties, not my employees. Then at the lower levels, the restaurants should have the ability to see and respond to customer feedback and reviews. So if you order something on Uber Eats and then you decide to give a review, the restaurant, the food truck should be able to see that and then be able to respond to that. Hey, thank you for the kind words. Or I apologize for the difficulties you had. This is what we'll do in the future. You have to be able to respond, but you don't have that ability right now. All people can see is what the guest puts up and you have no way and no recourse to respond. If desired by the restaurant or food truck, Third-party delivery companies should allow customers to opt in to communications for the specific restaurant or the specific food truck as they place an order. Now, what that does is it gives you the opportunity to have that same information and market to those folks directly. So then you'd be able to do what? Bypass the third-party delivery system. They're not going to want to do any of these things that the restaurant association has put out because it's going to cut into their business. But this is the kind of things that we need the third parties to do. We need to have a unified voice in getting the third parties to do those kind of things. So the bottom line for me in delivery systems and third-party delivery systems is I'm not going to use them. For the two main reasons I talked at the beginning of this podcast, number one is I can't control the food safety and I can't control the delivery time. So I'm not going to do third-party delivery and I'm not going to fall victim to their, hey, will it increase your sales by 15% or 18%? No, it won't. It'll increase your sales, but it won't increase my sales because I can do delivery on my own. I don't need you. Third party is going to be here for a long, long time. And if you want to use it, by all means, use it. But make sure you get a good deal that makes sense to you and your business. For me, like I said, I'm not going to use them. Thank you guys so much for listening to the 10-Minute Food Truck Training Podcast. If you're finding all the information helpful to your business, please become a monthly supporter of the podcast. Just hit the support button or follow the link in the description. Every little bit does help keep us going. Join our Facebook group. It's called Food Truck Training. We've got a whole bunch of awesome members at all different levels from just starting newbies to decades-old veterans. They've all got your back when it comes to helping you with your food truck. And again, thank you for listening. Come back tomorrow because you know I've got plenty more to say when it comes to helping you and your food truck business grow.